0: Welcome back Seahawks fans to the newest episode of the Seahawks Nest Podcast. I'm your host Sano joined as always by the Donut Lord to my Sonic, it's Kevin Garber. Kevin, how you doing? I'm
1: doing great and I absolutely remember what that's a reference to. Yeah, unlike 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 Tuesday. I don't know what you're talking about. That episode doesn't exist. Our, <laughs> There's only our, a timeline where I know exactly what you're talking about.
2: Our very own Doctor Robotnik. It's Eric Ronavek. Eric, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I don't. I haven't seen Tenet, but I have a feeling that I, this has happened before. Are they related? Yeah. I don't know. Well okay Long. so full full disclosure you know we
0: recorded an episode on Tuesday and Zencaster the platform that we use to record has a uh, has upgraded to to a new version and 2D's
1: for a double
0: dose of that not working upgraded yeah. yeah so so what happened was uh, we we had this great conversation about like what we thought would happen to all the quarterbacks in the off season. And then uh, we went to upload at the end and the, the files wouldn't upload. And then we, that's uh, not
1: true. Ours was 16 seconds long. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, That's true. Kev- Kevin and Eric's were 16 seconds long. And then mine was the whole thing. And I, and we couldn't figure out how to get it to upload the rest. And,
1: and we, we both bunch- said, if it was just Nathan talking, that's like kind of what the podcast is most of the time anyway, but he was like, no, that's not the same thing. And we can't upload it. So, well, no. And also, so here we are, you know,
0: <laughs> it would have it been really weird when I was like hey K- Eric you really like Trey Lance that much and then Eric's like who's Trey Lance I mean That's that right. joke doesn't work <laughs> if it's just my side of it
3: because
0: Eric said which, which, which is the next one, one of the quarterbacks Eric just went who is the next rookie quarterback available after those three yeah there was
2: there were all, this, all this like pre-draft coverage of like hey guys like you Kevin and Nathan are going to go deep on the draft and uh, so yeah you'll never know that now <laughs> uh, but here's what I've done.
0: Okay. Is, is we're going to do this in kind of a two part where the first part, we go over the quarterbacks and where we think they'll land. And then the second part, we will tear them off into a tier list. So instead we're just going to do the tier list part with the 36 quarterbacks who were mentioned as potential starters, uh, in the off season. And we'll talk a little bit about each one and where we think they'll land and maybe and how that affects the tier that we think they're in. But let's be honest. The fact that we recorded this Tuesday night at eight o'clock and uh, is kind of a blessing in disguise, because Wednesday morning <laughs> Seahawks Twitter woke up and chose violence. <laughs> <laughs> they were not messing around okay seahawks twitter imploded michael sean duggar and the athletic team wrote an article um, on the athletic.com if you're not a subscriber i would highly recommend it it's a great service uh, uh best not, sports coverage in all of sports not being paid to say that literally get zero dollars for that i just believe in the product um but the but they released their article on the athletic and uh, it's got a lot of interesting information in there about how russell wilson got in a big argument after the Arizona game and stormed out of the room. And and then, you know, of course, all the ex-players now are tweeting, you know, with with, uh, eating popcorn emojis and uh, Doug Baldwin tweeting lyrics about how fake people are and stuff. And it really just got insane on wednesday so eric take me through your emotional roller coaster wednesday because not only that eric you you are uh, between jobs so you have all day to just kind of engross yourself
2: in the 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 ride of of russell wilson on wednesday this is this is a fact like not having work i was like well hey i can uh instead of like (laughs) looking at the at the uh the discord on wednesday night and being like oh my gosh what happened I just spent all day like, oh no. It didn't help that my friend in Philadelphia texted me and he said, What the hell is going on with your quarterback? And I was like, Oh, uh, well, great let's... start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And as he said, uh, you know, the fourth or fifth best quarterback, uh, top four, or top five quarterbacks don't grow on trees. I don't know what the hell you guys are doing, uh, which, you know, choosing to try and explain Pete Carroll to him was hard. Uh, that's <laughs> the emotions range from. Oh, no, it's really happening. This could be terrible, too. It's not going to happen. And then, to you know what? Pete is in win-now mode. Uh, Pete knows what he needs to do. John Schneider isn't a dummy. Uh, Until this is an actual uh, trade demand, like until we're in the Texans situation where you're a terrible organization and your star quarterback wants out, there's nothing we can do. Having said that,
1: here that Eric is in the bargaining phase. This the you are there, Kevin. Here's the
0: the thing, Eric is that he had the total OJ Simpson. If I did it, uh, (laughs) Russell Wilson did because he's like, I don't want a trade, but if I did. (laughs) <laughs> these are the teams that you should trade me to
2: honey i don't want a divorce but here are the four women i have in mind
1: i was about to say like it's like uh uh you know if you're having the hall pass conversation and one partner's got like uh you know like three celebrities and the other partner's <laughs> got like the neighbor, <laughs> the neighbor. their co-worker <sighs> and you're like wait a minute people
2: people you <laughs> know are okay you're and you're like
1: uh-oh
2: <laughs> uh-oh Weren't you just there. hanging out with them last week? Which okay. <laughs> Russell Wilson's list? He had two teams I didn't care Wait. about, and then I was like, "Ooh, these, so teams these, these, these teams are these is
0: terrible." Okay, I cannot stress this enough. Why would you ever? Okay, Russell Wilson <laughs> who wants more power and control. Right? These are the teams that he wants to go to. I'm going to start with the Cowboys. Okay, just a dumpster fire it's franchise ran ran by a literal tyrant. Like <laughs> yeah. he ain't going to have no power over Jerry Jones. Bad choice. The Las Vegas Raiders. John Gruden. Are you joking me? Like this guy, this guy made the biggest power grab in history when he went to that team with his 10-year contract. Twice. There's there's no way that that he's gonna have more power over Gruden. Okay. Saints, they're gonna be terrible next year. Cap hell. They'll it'll be like a gap year for them. They won't be good. I don't know why he'd want to go to Saints other than Drew Brees is short and I'm short, and Sean Payton made Drew Brees look good. Like that's that's literally the only not, yes. logical line you could follow, which is so <laughs> stupid. And then the Bears? Like, terrible coach GM combo. What are you doing?
2: Very entertaining, yeah. Just On the bright a, side, he's got all those weapons there.
0: Just a ridiculous <laughs> list of teams. Like, it's just so stupid. It, it's like he's saying... uh I actually don't want. And also, none of those teams have really good assets to give us either. It's not like like any of those teams have a top 5 draft pick that could get us a replacement quarterback. It's not like any of those teams have and assets most of them are that trashed equal. for cap too. Yeah, they're all trashed for cap. They're all in bad situations. It's just it's just horrible. I just it's an un, it's an unbelievable list. And also, like none of those cities make sense either. Like if you really think about like like you want to live in Dallas? You want to live in In Chicago? Like, these are... Like, I would have thought in New York or LA. You know what I mean? I would have thought he would have been, like, one of those guys. Like, hey, I want to go, you know, cement my legacy in one of the big cities. But, like...
1: Atlanta? They like stuff that smells like fried chicken. Las Vegas? Las Vegas? You want to go in the middle of the desert? Like, it is just... It's a ridiculous list. It sells so Uh, much chicken sandwich perfume in Nashville. I don't think he... (laughs)
0: If he actually wanted to get traded, the Dolphins would have been the first team on his list. Like, Let's just be honest. But he doesn't want to go play for the Dolphins because he doesn't want to play for the not Seahawks. That's the end of the story is that he doesn't want to play for not the Seahawks, but he wants to influence uh, our personnel decisions. And to be honest, like if Sean McVay can be a – I think someone posted a tweet about this in the Discord. But if Sean McVay can be a 30-year-old head coach, then Russell Wilson can be a 32-year-old help uh, assistant GM. Right. Like he can, he can step into that role and and start to influence our decision-making a little bit. I'm not against that. And I do think that this is one way he can, you know, show his plexus muscles. He can show his power a little bit is being like, I'm willing to be traded. If you're not going to bring me into the process, like make me a part of that process. That's completely fair by Russ. I think is.
1: Well, I think there's a little bit of rebellion here. Like this is the opposite of the quote unquote Seahawk way. Like, you know, the Seahawk way is like tight lip. We handle things in house you know nothing that hurts the team, all that kind of thing. This is the opposite of that, and it's this is this is a, you know, Russ's hit his rebellious teenager stage of his career where he's like, "I've done what you wanted me to do, I've handled it that way, and this is where it got us, and it what it got us was, you know." Uh, the the seven week trial period of trying to run a real NFL offense ran out, and uh, we had to we had to default back to the basic mode that involved a lack of plays and a lack of ingenuity, and well. so he's going like no no, no you need to step up to the plate you you need to buy the premium offense package need to install that and you need to leave it on there and make it part of the annual budget.
2: What is the what is the chance that Russ doesn't understand the salary cap? With the teams that he 100%. chose, yeah, it's, I'm with you guys in the sense that, I, I, I heard the report that he stormed out of a meeting when, you know, he, he didn't have any say that he wanted to hit, you know, he wasn't being heard, right? He is something they have, about... Oh, they I have just, the yeah. audio footage of that. Do you want to hear it? <laughs> holy it.
1: gosh, you guys! Dang it! No, it's... Uh, it's when Carlton yelled at Uncle Phil on the. That's exactly the, it. Fresh yes, Fresh Prince. Uh, but but he really, threw like, down his sweater vest as he uh, as he like firmly closed the door behind him.
2: So the robot did not. Let's compete. be
1: honest here.
0: Like the Russell Wilson uh, threw uh, had seven turnovers in two weeks. Right, and I don't know if you know this, but Pete Carroll really gives a, a crap about turnovers to the point where he has that a literal will one tough. day one day of a week. Where he just only talks about turnovers, you know, like he he uh, he, it's a big part of his philosophy. And so, yeah, when Russ turns the ball seven over seven times in two weeks, and and Pete Carroll in his postgame press conference says something. What did he say? He said, "Um, this is a type kind of football that is unrecognizable to me." Yeah, uh, yeah that that makes that makes sense to me that Russell Wilson now has uh gets the leash reined in a little bit, and. You know that maybe needs to be a two-way conversation with between Russ and Pete, and maybe it wasn't, and that's why we're in the situation we're in, right? Yeah. Because I, as a coach, I coach sports, and I I would never just like unilaterally just do something to my athlete without talking to them first, right? Like that That needs to be a conversation, and if treat if Pete is not treating his players as
1: adults like that, then that maybe is part of the problem. But um, you know I think I think there's a lot of truth. Uh, Michael Sean Dugard is really good at covering the team from a personalities and um yeah, no like one, team dynamics i think he's no i think he's he more the tapped pulse of it best. yeah
0: no one's more tapped into like the the what's going on like the vibe of the team better than msd for sure
1: yeah and i think that when i read his coverage when i listen to him when i look at all of the facts that are going on and look at things, you know, independent of him too and frame it all. I think that a point that I heard him bring up first um, and really hammer home in this situation. The fact is that I, uh, Russell Wilson is pissed off that accountability is non-existent for Pete. And he feels like, wait a minute, when my offense didn't work, you went back to yours and when your offense didn't work, then at the end of the season, you doubled down on your not working <clears throat> offense. And I think that's where Russ is like, no, like if, if I'm accountable, then you're accountable and we can't do this, uh, you know, one round exit offense that doesn't take advantage of the weapons we have.
2: I think that's fair.
0: All right. So, are we can we can we move on from Rush drama? I don't want to be like the Rush Drama podcast. I feel like there's probably been plenty of Rush Drama coverage. Yeah, I feel like we had
1: to sound in on it because I mean it's it's the biggest piece of Seahawks news. That's where we're at. And I think the big thing is if you don't if this doesn't come up on the show, it's because nothing changes. Like that one of two things is gonna happen. Either a trade will happen, which to me doesn't make any sense because of the dead cap, because of Pete not not having enough career left to do a rebuild because of a billion reasons, or you see the team and their off-season plan. If their off-season plan is things that Russ will like, then that tells you that that relationship is being repaired. If their off-season plan is things that are classic Pete ball moves, then that tells you that we're going to be looking at a negative situation when we run up on the end of Russ's contract. It's.
0: I think that yeah. Like like, the, the worst case scenario for this is the Seahawks don't sign the guys Russ wants this off season or don't make the moves. The team does not play good. In addition to that, they go like ten and six or nine and seven, and either slip into the playoffs or or you know barely Just miss. miss. Mm-hmm. And and then and then Russ says, okay, that's enough. Trade me immediately. And then the the team's at a crossroads. zone. again, this is my question. I wrote down on my piece of paper here is that. The team's at a crossroads. Do you choose 71-year-old Pete Carroll or 33-year-old generational quarterback talent? Which, I mean, which one would you pick? Would you trade Russ or would you just can Pete and say, you're going to help us pick the
2: next coach? That's a a great question because you're looking at a, a coach that is the oldest coach in the league, yet very young at heart. What does that mean? A generational quarterback who is over 30. Now, if you look in a from, league
1: where quarterbacks play until their late thirties to early forties,
2: late thirties, early forties, but they are they still lose things. I mean, look at what has Aaron Rodgers done since he won his last Super Bowl? Just he just been the Championship game. That's fun. That's great. And he is, still hasn't won another Super Bowl. And, and there point. is a
0: chance that that Pete Carroll's going full Mike McCarthy, right? Like yes, taking this great quarterback and then like not getting
2: enough exactly. out of exactly. So mm-hmm. that's that's my point. Is you've got you've got two two a why right here where you've got two different roads that could both lead to nothing in my way, because Pete's so old, he's given us a, he's given us a super bowl. Would he take John Schneider with him? I I don't think he could. I don't think he could. And if that's the case, honestly, I'm going whatever side Schneider's on. If we get Schneider, Russ, I'm going that way. If it's Schneider, Pete, I don't know, man, I'd, I'd really have to think about it, especially with Russ in the past. I don't know. But flirting with baseball, then you know he's he started becoming this endorsement machine. Uh, this is, the turnovers towards the end of the year, where you'd have just spurts of turnovers in these games. I don't want to blame that on the offensive coordinator. I also don't want to say that he's not thinking football all the time. But Russ is a mystery, and not in a good way. Um, he's still a multi-million dollar athlete, but I would tend to stick with him because of, like you said, we like these quarterbacks do not grow on trees. Uh, Kevin, if it comes down to it and, the, and the, this relationship doesn't
0: get better over the next year, who are you choosing, Russ or Pete?
1: Uh, I'm taking Russ. I think either way we keep John. And I, I was hoping that Pete would step back into that team president role at the end of the previous contract. That extension, I think, was problematic because I feel like in the NFL, for the most part, there's a shelf life for a head coach and there's a shelf life for how long What they do is going to work for a franchise, and I have a bad feeling that if you choose Pete, then you're gonna be moving on from Pete anyway after a few years. The thing, the
0: thing for me is that, um, on some level, like when Paul Allen died, there's just a lot less accountability for Pete Carroll anymore, he doesn't Mm -hmm. answer really to anyone. Jody Allen is it's great. She's keeping the team in Seattle and all that stuff. And, but I don't feel like she's a very hands-on owner and unless her kids really want to get hands-on with the, with the franchise that will continue to be the case where ownership has a pretty hands-off approach, which has its pros and cons, right? But the con for us is that our head coach is also the team president. And so there's no one above Pete Carroll. It's his way or the highway. Even John Schneider slots in below Pete Carroll. And I think that that is a problem. And I, and this is really the only way for Russell Wilson to try to get Pete some accountability. And it sucks that this is where we're at, but this is if, – if to hold Pete accountable, you have to do it through the media. You can't – the in-house ways are not working anymore, right? And so if he wants things to change, and he definitely does, this is the only way he can do it. So I, I'm pro-Russell Wilson 100% in this case. And uh, if we have to sacrifice Pete Carroll, a coach who I have – moderately supported through through the last few years whereas most people just bury him in the dirt or unreasonably support him he's not that good okay calm down he's he's above above average he's all right but the um thing is is that yeah i know how what a really really bad coach looks like i sat in the husky stadium while the seahawks played in the rain and it was horrible so so i i i know what it looks like when it gets really really bad and i want I don't want to experience that again. And so you do what it takes to keep these guys together one. And if you can't, you you ditch Pete Carroll and you keep the the quarterback because the top 5 quarterbacks are they're hard to get. All right, speaking of top 5 quarterbacks, you guys ready to declare our top 5 quarterbacks and more? Yeah, let's do All it. All right. So so we made some I made some tiers and um I kind of defined the tier so that they um, they fit into clear categories. Um so these are we're going to dump every category, quarterback into a bucket okay and that bucket some of the buckets will be smaller and bigger and you'll see why in a second but uh each quarterback will be in there and then maybe we'll do a little ordering between tiers and stuff like that so the s tier the very best tier okay nobody knows the true origin of s tier did you know that but um there's one rumor that I liked, which is that uh, Japanese teachers can give a grade of S to a truly exceptional assignment to show something better than an A, which I think is cool. <laughs> um, and then there's S tier uh, S tier assessments in the UK as well, which are above A tiers. So that's, um, that's my... I'm choosing to go with that. That's the reason we say S tier, although some people say it predates either of those things. So, all right, anyway, whatever.
3: S uh, tier quarterback...
0: An S tier quarterback is someone who can basically single handedly drag your team to the Super Bowl or close to it. They are they are a one man ranking crew. Okay, A tier. This quarterback is is pretty much a guarantee of a trip to the playoffs. An easy trip to the playoffs. Okay, your ticket to the playoffs is this quarterback. You don't need a lot more other than that. B tier doesn't hurt you, but is it only helping you a little? Okay, so this is these are the the pretty good quarterbacks. They they, you know they can be the the quarterback of a playoff team or even a Super Bowl champion, but they're they're not helping that much. (laughs) They're not doing everything. C tier is bad. (laughs) D tier is extra bad, and F tier is extra, extra bad. Okay, and we're projecting only for the 2021 2022 season. So these projections apply only to that year. So Tom Brady obviously is S tier for his career. But is he S tier for 2022? Well, we'll talk about that when we get to the letter T because we're going to go alphabetically by first <laughs> name. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is first. Um, we predict that Aaron Rodgers will be playing next season for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, no, no movement there on that one. That's a uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, let's start off, with Kevin. Kevin, what tier would you put Aaron Rodgers in?
1: Uh, I have Aaron Rodgers as an A tier quarterback. I agree. Um, he has consistently shown that even when the roster talent is down, if he's healthy, he takes you to the playoffs. And he's consistently shown that he can't single-handedly dra- dra- drag that same roster to the Super Bowl.
0: No, in fact, the, the, his, his failure to make the Super Bowl this year, I think, was a pretty telling sign that he's not in the, quite in the S tier. He He's in the A tier, uh, which is not quite there. All right, Eric, what do you think? A tier, S tier, Aaron Rodgers?
2: Yeah, I think he's A tier because <clears throat> uh, what has he done without Mike McCarthy? I'm so- <laughs> That was that was for the uh, the long time listeners of the show. No, it's uh, he's very good. He's a quarterback. I would you know anyone should be happy to have, but he is an A tier.
0: All right, uh, our next quarterback. Only one of us projected this quarterback to make it onto an NFL roster, uh, or as a starter next year. It was me. I predicted he could be the starter for the Chicago Bears, looking for a steady hand next year. I'm going to go with Alex Smith, and I'm going to put Alex Smith in the F tier. Does anyone agree with that? Disagree with that? Uh Alex Smith, I would put in the D tier.
2: I have okay. Alex Smith in the D tier as well.
0: Oh man, okay. But his leg is a question mark. <laughs> and these are his stats from last year. Okay, can we can I tell you his stats from last year? They yeah, are all means. harrowing. Two okay. His the team went five and one. That's the good the good news. The bad news. Six six touchdowns versus eight interceptions. Okay. Um threw an interception on over three percent of his passes and averaged just over six yards per attempt. And his air yards per attempt were just over five, a career low.
1: I just So think- what I'm going to say is that I was shading D tier, and as soon as you start laying out the case, I realized that that's more like a lifetime award because I think he's been a B or a C tier quarterback most of his career. You're right. Going into 2021, he is an F-tier quarterback. If he's starting for your team, you feel bad. He is I
0: think I think he's just washed. It's, it's not like it's bad. And if you need him to play some games, he's not going to kill you. But if if he plays a full season, like there's no way that team gets more than 9 wins. Period. I I I can, I can that's the cap. Your roster has to be so good to drag Eric's Alex Smith. I mean, they only made the playoffs last year cuz they their team you know, was allowed to make the playoffs with a losing <laughs> record <laughs> and like because they worked?
2: were in the NFC East. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw him in the D tier. Uh, you actually said he's not going to kill you. That's why he's not in the F tier for me. But I, I don't like him. I wouldn't want him on my team at all. And the only reason I don't know if he's I, I won't say he's washed is because quarterbacks coming back from injury, even at his age, it usually takes him a year to get going. So that's, that's what saves him from being the worst of the worst. The the 5.3 air yards per attempt is just unacceptable. Nathan, he can't can't run it
1: for a guy who uh, doesn't make big plays. His complete inability to make big plays means that he has to be able to shut down turnovers. And if he can't do that, then he is extra, extra bad. Yeah. Okay. Baker Mayfield. I feel like we're going to get an argument
0: here. Eric, Hmm. start us
2: off. I'm going to go ahead and put him in the B tier.
0: I'm, I'm with you on that.
2: He's like probably the worst
0: B tier quarterback, but he's, he's B tier. He he really came, came kind of came along at the end of last season. Kevin, are you going to try to commit this for C tier? I
1: also have him written in as B tier. All right. Yeah. I
0: think Baker did. He finished the season. In, in a moving in a positive direction all right
2: hey wait wait kevin where do you put him do you like with nathan do you put him at the end or just slot him somewhere in the middle just curious uh
1: towards the end he's okay. he's lower end of that tier because i need to see it for more than one season
0: i like that and then the first season was pretty good last season the the, the second season was really bad and then last season it seemed like he was fighting his way anyway let's go to ben Roethlisberger. D tier. <laughs> I have just regular C tier. I mean, 33 touchdowns versus 10 interceptions is hard for me to to go
1: much lower than that. Yeah, but we're uh, talking about 2021, and he I, looked washed as the season went on.
0: I think that he could just put up the same season he put up last year, which would probably make him bad. <laughs> like like the team, I don't know, He yeah, 12 and 3, I don't know, th- 33 yes, touchdowns QB versus QB 10, wins. 10. 33 <laughs> touchdowns versus 10 picks, Like that's a good... It's a good solid line. The air yards are not horrible. Six point six is lowest for his career. He like it's the thing that sucks is it's it's his whole game was predicated on driving the ball downfield before been being able to do that, and now he like just throws a million short passes. And I just don't know. Like you're right, it's C or D. I agree, but I, I'm leaning towards C. So Eric, you're gonna get to break the tie. Is Ben Roethlisberger in 2021, 2022, a C or B tier quarterback? D
1: or C tier? Laying E-tier out the case, C tier maybe <laughs> talent, F tier
2: personality.
1: D-tier oh yeah, well, if we're
2: going personality, it's a different story. <laughs> I'll say this: uh, about I was a leader of men, Eric. The first time, <laughs> <laughs> the first time I took algebra, I was really happy because I got a D, and they said. <laughs> They said, well, hey, don't be too happy because you were real close to failing. And you know what, Ben Roethlisberger? You're me in algebra because you're at the bottom of the C tier. You are. Oh, you oh, are. Wow. He is. He is C tier and he is right on that cusp. I, I tend to agree. He's he's, he's definitely trending towards D tier. If he throws hey, he's an incomplete pass, then... his, his first pass of the year is an incomplete. He moves down to D. Speak, speaking of D tier, Cam Newton. <laughs>
1: Uh, C tier. He's not worse than Ben Roethlisberger. He had how many touchdowns do you think Cam Newton had last year? Four passing. Uh, yeah, like uh, he played. Digits. He
0: started. He started fifteen games and threw eight touchdown
1: passes. Should we talk about what Tom Brady looked like with that offense? I mean, better than that. He didn't have eight touchdown passes. Yeah, he looked a little better than that. <laughs> like, and uh, Cam Newton just still was able to produce on his with his legs until the offensive line finished dying off.
0: I mean, his his rushing isn't, like, that impressive either other than the touchdowns. Like, I don't know. It's 13 touch rushing touchdowns is a lot, but, like, a lot of that is just him getting every goal line carry, right? They didn't if you're have asking a me if back. I
1: want to enter 2021 with Ben Roethlisberger or Cam Newton as my starting quarterback, I say ben what's Roethlisberger. the difference? I, I, I think there's <laughs> a small difference. I
0: think Cam Newton was – he was really inaccurate last year. I didn't like the, – the, I just didn't like the play. I, I like the talent, but it's just – he is trending very poorly. His body is, I feel like, giving in, and he doesn't. He can't just be statue man like Ben
1: Roethlisberger. Yeah, he just, could, in he just couldn't statue put out man. a. He just couldn't put out a good ball for what? number one wide receiver Jacoby Myers. Why couldn't well, no, no, he be? Uh, Dem- a, I think you mean Demare Ber- <laughs> Oh,
2: Better, yeah, exactly.
1: Okay. Uh, Eric, you got to break the tie again.
2: Crd tier for Cam Newton. Oh, you can't ask me to well, break the tie he here because you. Yeah, you, you, no. you come on. Kevin knows this already. Slotting him into the D, boys. Here's the thing. This is the perfect oh, example of diamond on that diamond <laughs> in the rough. Diamond in the rough here. There's a chance for the someone Worth it. someone gets him, and he puts it together because he came off an injury and maybe he's look great. awful
1: when he when he puts up a, a MVP season in Denver next year.
0: Yeah, when good. he doesn't when
2: he doesn't play. Oh yeah. By yeah, the way, good, good luck with that.
0: I had Cam Newton on the Broncos. Kevin had him not winning a starting job. I think. And then Eric, no, I have
1: him for the football team. Oh, you have him on
0: football team reuniting with uh
2: with coach Riverboat Ron
0: uh, Ron Rivera, and then Eric Eric's the one who had him not winning a starting job. And that's of me, of course, because he hates him. I don't like and him I, at all, I and I was proven
2: in. right time after time, just time like, after time, except for that season where he won time the
0: MVP
1: time after uh, time,
2: and he still but, didn't do nothing with it. 15, you know yeah, what, he just, Eric, fifteen when and one look, is pretty good. Fifteen to one and no Super Bowl is pretty bad.
1: You will find it time after time
2: that it's went, Carson Wentz's. They turn.
1: went. They went to the Super Bowl. Great. They didn't win it.
2: Oh well, no, they and didn't Cam, actually. And Cam Newton's a yeah, the clown. Yeah, that I year hate, they didn't. I do hated.
0: It. I hated that Super Bowl because the Broncos won. I hate the Broncos. All right, uh, Carson Wentz, D, D or or, or C, but probably D. God. I'm more <laughs> D or F, so I'll go D.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh the whole thing where we're looking at his career. And then factor into what he's going to do this year, and that's why he's in D.
0: Yeah, it's it's tough. Uh, you never know. It's reuniting with his old coach could bring the magic back, but he was really bad last year. Yep, uh, all the stat, all the stats look look pretty awful. But and he so, did escape
1: Howie Roseman's roster, so that helps.
0: Yeah, that does help. It's a little, it's a good, good positive step in the right direction. All right, uh, Dak Prescott. Hmm. Um. Uh, I don't. I
3: don't want to go A-tier. first. On
0: it's a. Or, it's arb. He's right on. He's like right on the border, kind of the same way Cam and Ben
1: were. He's the uh, last name I put on A tier, and here's why: when the roster has been competent, he has been a playoff level quarterback for that roster.
0: And he's he's never had a season worse than eight and eight, and he started a, he started sixteen games his first three seasons, and I really think Dallas cruises to the division championship if he's healthy last year. Yes, like eight and eight or nine and seven record. Not saying they would have been awesome, but like their path was relatively easy. They were He represents a solid floor. Yeah, they were through the like the hardest part of their schedule. They had played the Rams, the Seahawks and the Browns and gotten those losses out of the way. And, you know, in retrospect, that Browns loss doesn't look really bad at all. Right. Like it's and then they were going to play a (laughs) bunch of divisional games and probably rack up some wins. And yeah, I don't know. Dallas Dallas played a tough schedule last year and Dak got hurt. It's tough he's either the tippy top of B tier for me or the bottom of A tier. So I'll let Eric kind of, so I'm going to let Eric try to sway me and then I'll decide.
2: I, I actually have him tippy top of B tier. That's the great that you said that because I, and I love that so, Kevin said bottom of A tier. Hold on, Kevin, let me get my thoughts out for okay. you. I just want to give
1: you one little piece to think I know, about. But every,
2: everyone I'm talking about you, you, you jump in and I just want to say You're that right. Dak Prescott is a guy that is immensely talented and young, but he's, He's been up and down. He's like a better Baker Mayfield in my opinion. And he's uh, he's playing for trash franchise. He currently doesn't even have a job because Jerry Jones who know Jerry Jones is going to do what Jerry Jones is going to do. Is he going to franchise him? It's only makes sense to, but again, it's Jerry Jones. He could sign and trade him. You have no idea with Jerry Jones. I'll say this. Dak Prescott very good had a what looked like a phenomenal season going on last year. And I really hope this time next year, I can be like, yeah, man, A tier quarterback for the Houston Texans. Jerry Jones is an idiot. But for now, top tier B.
1: And what I would say is that the best case for him being an I'm A tier quarterback and what puts it over for me is B tier says doesn't hurt you, but only helps you a little. Dak Prescott, what's the difference between that team last year with and without Dak? Three wins, three yeah. wins is more than a little. I and then here's
0: the thing for me. I think that's tipping me over is i I got you know I got all the football reference pages open for these guys, and I looked at his similarity scores. Players through four years most similar: Matt Ryan, Cam Newton. Carson Palmer, Peyton Manning, Aaron Brooks, Russell Wilson, Andrew Luck. I don't think I would have put any of those guys into a B tier. And I think I'm just being unfair because I hate Dallas. So I'm going to put him at the end. We'll reorder these later, but I'm going to put him at the very end of A tier. And Eric, I don't just totally disagree with you. I think top of no, tier is very reasonable, but I think yeah. he's just a little better than that right now. Daniel Jones, the Mr. Dimes, De Niro himself. I'm going to go D. Does anyone strongly disagree with that? I don't want to talk about Daniel Jones more than I have to.
2: I feel like he he carries himself <laughs> he carries himself in the B category, plays in the D category, which I want to put him C, but there's no reason to. He's got to show us something, so he's got to be D.
1: I was going to put him C because with his running ability, I don't Ooh. think he's worse than Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, I feel
0: like he's very similar to Cam Newton for me, who I just stuck in D tier. 11 touchdowns versus 10 interceptions in 14 games. Uh, he, how many rushing touchdowns he had last year?
1: Well, I mean, one. I also thought Cam Newton should be in C tier, so I don't feel like this is separating the argument from Well, me. how about this? I'm going I'm to convince you that he's
0: much worse because he only has one rushing touchdown and 423 rushing yards, but like 90 of those were on – or 80 of those were on one play. Well, he so would have really had he only two had like
1: touchdowns th- if he didn't fall – from really, the turn he only had, almost <laughs>
3: running. I was gonna say, forgot all about really that. Really, he
0: only had like 340 yards rushing, which isn't like a exceptional running season. I think he has the reputation is that way. But me and Eric both put D, so he stays in D anyway.
2: This is uh, also a guy with no receivers, and it would be cool to oh, see Oh, the with...
0: disrespect to Golden Tate, Sterling Sh- Sh- Shepard, and Sterling Sharp.
3: <laughs> uh,
0: and Darius Slayton.
2: Yeah, Darius Slayton, sure. I'll give you that.
0: Dude, all three of those guys under contract again for 2021, baby. Yes. Golden, Golden Tate's getting cut. 90 years old. Uh, yeah, one of those guys is getting cut for sure. Uh, Derek Carr. This is it's tough because he could you could put him in the B tier. I'm gonna go C. I I think he might be the best C tier quarterback, but I just don't. I just I'm not gonna ever love Derek Carr. I just he's so boring. And there's nothing he does that I feel like is special, which makes it hard for me to, like, rise him up the ranks. Even though when you look at the stats and you watch him play, you're like, hey, this isn't so bad. But, like, there's nothing special about Derek Carr. It's like the uh, it's like the Honda, Honda Accord of quarterbacks. You know, it's like, oh, cool, very <laughs> solid, reliable vehicle. But does it ever get you where you want to go? Well, looking at his career record, no. No,
1: it does not. Uh, so I don't know. That I think I'm going to, I, I put him at B tier because he can't drag him to the playoffs, but he's been surrounded by a poor roster for most of his career. And when it. he wasn't, they they won. Yeah, that, that one year, that 2016, right? They were yeah, really and good. then he got hurt and they lost. Yeah, they got killed in that playoff
0: game. That was it was a huge drop off from Derek Carr to Matt McGloin. Or wait, they went farther than that, didn't they? Didn't they go to their third string quarterback?
1: Uh, yeah, but they didn't look good with their second either. It was
0: uh, not Matt McGloin. It was, wait, okay, wait, give me a second. I got this. Connor Cook. <laughs> yes. Wow.
2: I would never have guessed Connor okay. Cook. Third okay. Third round Eric, Connor break Cook. Break the tie. Break the tie, Eric. C or B? I'm putting him tippy top of C. C is for car. <laughs> I don't see. Best reason. Okay. That's the only reason. Why, no, I, think, I, just... why I think of that? Is, are we going to put Deshaun Watson in the D tier
1: then? Because D is for Deshaun. Let me. <laughs> no, he's in the W tier. <laughs> Pay attention.
2: Yeah, it was just closer to S. No, uh, <laughs> dirt Car. do you think. What do you think he's going to do next year? You really think the the Raiders are going to take a big jump led by Derek Carr? That's no. why he's going to the C tier.
1: No, and it, no, because they, they still won't have a defense. That's they, pretty prohibitive,
2: and they also still
0: won't have. Uh, they still won't be able to beat Patrick Mahomes. That's a big problem. There's a big barrier in their way. Uh, oh, they the they won division. one game against Patrick Mahomes this year. <laughs> yep, they sure did. Uh, Deshaun Watson. It's. I think this is the quarterback with the best chance to move into the S tier this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he is obviously not, maybe not even going to play. But a tier for Deshaun Watson. Um, by the way, we all projected Deshaun Watson to be playing for the Panthers next year. Uh, to relive that conversation, it just seems like a sensible trade that uh, the Houston Texans could sell to their fans because they get Christian McCaffrey and uh, pu- and Deshaun Watson in the Carolinas just seems like a joy, right? Like back in the Carolinas, that'd be so cool. It does. So. That is why we picked Deshaun Watson. I'm I'm, I'm saying Deshaun Watson, A tier. Uh, is anybody going to argue for S tier? Are we all in agreement here?
1: Stick him in an A. Uh, I'll stick with A, though. Easy trip to the playoffs sure didn't happen last year. But, I mean, that team
0: was a disaster last year. And and he has taken some some really
1: bad rosters to the playoffs. He has. He 100% <laughs> has. But I'm just saying, his floor is below eight and eight. We were him hawing over Dak Prescott, but Deshaun gets an easy pass into eight here. Interesting.
0: 20, 2019, uh, Deshaun Watson showed me a lot because I was like, this is a terrible houston texans team carlos hyde is like their running
1: back and other than... that the year that he uh couldn't take the flight because his ribs were too banged
2: yeah, up yeah he's just like all he's yeah. like basically Oof.
0: dead yeah just care- single-handedly had to deal with Bill o'brien
2: every day i'm a big
0: fan i think the talent is really high uh jalen hurts uh we all projected jalen hurts to be the eagle starter and uh it's effort it's effort d and i need him to show me something on the field I do like the running ability, but the it didn't look. People are excited about what happened at the end of last year, but was it really that good? I watched it back, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go. No, it was okay. Um, I'm seasoned in the D or the F tier for me. Eric, what, what are you going? Which which tier did you put him in?
2: I have optimism for him. He goes all the way up to D. <laughs> all
0: the way up to D. Kevin, you had F. I think I'm going to go with you. I think I'm going to go with F. Um, I, Eric, I understand the D. I think I'm this time. Last time I, I uh, did C for car, <laughs> this time I'm going <laughs> I'm going to go with Kevin. I'm going to have him break in that direction. Jameis Winston, who I think I had starting for the Vikings, which I thought would just be so fun, uh, <laughs> in the dome. Jameis in the dome. And then uh, other people had Jameis. Kevin Saints, had him for the Saints. Us. Yeah, both of you guys had Saints. Uh, they. I don't know how they find the cap room for that. but he finds a, a tenor in the couch cushion for him. All right, Jameis Winston. Kevin.
1: Uh now that he can see, um yeah. guess who he's not worse than?
0: Uh Derek Carr. I mean I mean uh, Ben Evan Roethlisberger. Yeah, so he's <laughs> in the yeah, C tier because he's have, not worse than Ben. I have him in the C tier also, but he actually can be better. Uh he can be he has potential to be better than that. You do not you do not have to compare it to our lists, uh the, the master list, Kevin. You can do it by what you already put. You don't have to change every single thing you wrote down because one person went in the tier you didn't like.
1: Nope, sorry, that's the way it works.
0: Oh,
2: that is extremely petty
0: and, and childish. But
2: <laughs> I know, I we, are. know we are on brand. We are on brand. James Winston. James Winston is in the C tier. Um, and if he gets to be the greatest quarterback he's ever been, then maybe he'll be in the B tier. But yeah, uh,
0: C, okay. I agree. C. I agree. See, I don't understand why James Winston didn't get a chance to start last year. It makes no sense to me unless he just really wanted to play for the Saints.
1: In a world where Nick Foles got a starting job. <laughs> it makes no sense
0: is, is this is this why Russell wants to go to the Saints is does Sean Payton have like magic powers or something
2: that's a hundred percent it. Uh, and then
0: it's they didn't the even play him <laughs> Drew Brees actually got hurt and Jameis barely played he only played bubbles. on the first game all right Jared Goff F I guess you could put him in D but I I, just I would Jared put him in Goff. D okay Eric you're gonna get to the pick then because I'm, I'm I'm sticking to F Kevin's got D
1: I don't think that he. I, I think that you can win games with him. That's true. Um, and if Carson Wentz and Daniel Jones are D tier, I think that Jared Goff and Carson Wentz are pretty much the same quarterback. That's fair.
0: I think that's fair. I
2: I would I'm be only, happy. I'm, like, I'm still
0: going to let Eric break the tie, though.
2: I would be really happy to reorg this a little bit and maybe maybe move someone down into F. Don't worry that that the end I'm definitely going to do that. <laughs> I feel like. Goff is better than Roethlisberger. I'm putting. Oh, 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 oh. I'm I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, even without McVeigh. I know that they were able to offload him to Detroit, and he's probably going to die there. But I just feel like he is bright bang in the middle. Jared Goff, you welcome to Eric Country, because for the first time in your life, you're you're right there in the C category.
1: Uh, all right. Okay. Uh, He is halfway between C and Yeah,
0: So we're going to put D. Yeah. I already already moved the next quarterback. is way too harsh for him. So if I got it right, Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: Well, let's see if Carson Wentz and Jared Goff could only play six games a season, they would be Jimmy Garoppolo. So Jimmy Garoppolo is F
0: tier. F tier. Yes, I agree. Okay. Joe, Joe Burrow. I wish there was a question mark tier. Uh, (laughs) Uh, I'm going to put him <laughs> B tier. You put him B tier. Okay. I, yep. I, I mean, that's as reasonable. I was going to put him C tier, but I really have no effing idea. Like anything between B and, and D makes sense to me for Joe Burrow. So I'm fine specifically
1: with he wasn't bad. So I don't feel like I can put him in the tier of bad quarterbacks.
0: They were, they were getting their, their butts beat on a week to week basis. I yeah. There know. was a big talent issue on that roster for sure. And uh, was he helping at all? I mean, yes, it's not like it's not like a like drop-off after he the left. Problem. Right? Yeah, they, yeah it did. They, they won two games before he left and two games after. But man, their offense was bad nine points, seven points, 7. Yes. seven
2: points, three points. All right, Joe Burrow, B. I'm yeah. with you. <laughs> I actually, I I didn't know if I wanted to C or B and Kevin swayed me to put him into B. I didn't want to be optimistic about this because Joe Burrow. I looked at the. He's I looked playing. at those
0: points after he left. Holy oh man, it. it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: he put <laughs> up Josh. numbers. He, he put up quite the numbers last year for, for being a rookie.
0: Josh Allen looks great at shorts. Throws to Stefan Diggs.
1: A tier for me. Uh, Kevin? Uh, a tier right now. He's a really strong dual threat quarterback.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I he run, mean, I also he runs
0: really good. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Eric. You had him in A tier? Uh, yeah,
2: A tier. Just because you. I can't see him in B, and he's certainly not S. Uh,
0: and. He runs real good, and he knows that what he should do for his reads. First read, second read, Stephon Diggs. That, that's that's a an excellent plan. <laughs> Stephon Diggs gets like sixteen sixteen uh, targets a game, and it's like, yeah, okay, because he's always open. You, you could just go to him. He he's not he's not a dummy. Josh Allen's not he's not accurate. He's not. And they're going to be down seasons. It's going to be like Cam Newton's career, where some yep. seasons you're just going to be like, ugh, this was this was not it. But some seasons he's going to be awesome, and it's because. Uh, you know the surrounding talent lined up right, and and the physical tools are great, and the physical tools are fine. But the inaccuracy will never go away. He's gonna he's gonna sail some mm-hmm. balls. He's gonna throw some weird ones. Um, but right now he gets to throw to huge windows all the time because Stefan Diggs is always open. Justin Fields, who we projected to several different teams, but uh, Justin Fields will be a rookie, may or may not start. I just put him in. I put him in F because I have no idea. And honestly, like I feel like if he starts next year, it could be extra extra bad.
1: But uh, can, do you want to convince me higher? Anyone? Uh, yeah, I would probably actually go uh, D tier okay. because um, I think there's questions about his reads, but I think he has good physical ability. And so worst case, he's like Daniel Jones, where he's just kind of inaccurate. Yeah.
0: OK, I'm, I'm into D. And I, trim. I, I, you took me that much to convince me. Yeah. <laughs> You you got it. Like I said, I just really don't know if he if he ends up starting it. So much matters on landing spot and stuff like that. Uh, Eric, are you fine with D tier for yeah. Justin Fields? it's
2: it's a it's a guy somebody wants, so it takes him out of the F tier. Right. <laughs> Justin Herbert B. Why, Kevin? Um, I, I, I don't know if I want him in B or C.
1: Uh, I feel like he. The season he put together, I feel like is the best he could personally play. I don't really know how much better of a season we'll see out of him, but that was a season that you could go to the playoffs with. I feel like he was a positive to the team and a positive to that offense. I think um, I he's capable of, he's kind of like the three and D wing of corner quarter, of quarterbacks. He does things that are valuable
0: thing about herbert's last season is his coach told him you can't just throw to keenan allen all the time and why not (laughs) like that that's stupid that's bad coaching so look at josh allen josh allen just throws it to one guy all the time and they're they're great rogers yeah just let him throw to one guy all the time who cares and Keenan allen's always open justin herbert it can get him the ball and uh, yeah, other than the fact that he looks like a school shooter, I'm I'm totally cool. With Justin <laughs> hey. Herbert does. B. <laughs> okay. I'm I'll just
1: start. saying I really liked his appearance on season one of American Horror Story. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk Cousins, I think
0: also B. Yep. Uh, solid, not spectacular, helps a little bit, doesn't not killing you. He's not bad. He's not good. I, I could see why San Francisco's thinking about trading for him because he's definitely better than Jimmy G. Uh, so yeah,
2: there, B. Uh, I want to put him in C. I want to put him in high C. High C, like this, like the drink you get at McDonald's. I want really uh, to put, put him in extra cooler. cooler. Thank you, Kevin and I. Yeah, yeah, buddy, up <laughs> right there, My mouth. You know what? In honor of that joke, we're putting him in C. <laughs> no, he's beat here. Uh, no, we already.
0: Me and Kevin already both did B. So you're you're Fine. you're basically we're just saying your piece. Uh, Kyler, Kyler Murray. I'm thinking. It's A or B. He's either it's- like the worst A-tier quarterback or like the very best B-tier one. And uh, all right, Kevin, I'll, like I said last time, you convince me and you'll probably buy my vote here, whatever you say.
2: Eric, do you have strong opinions first? Uh, I Okay, I'll just say this. I think you stick him in the A category. He's got the targets. He's only getting better. With that optimistic view, I'm just going to go ahead and stick him into A. But feel- having said that, I want to hear what you got. I think you're the... You're the decider, Kevin, on this one. Yeah, I I'm the I'm...
1: decider. All right, well then, here's the thing. You said it for me. Okay. He's got the targets, he's got the system around him, and they couldn't win more games than they lost last season. Do you, feel,
0: do you feel like that the end of last year, though, they fell apart because he was playing hurt? It deserves, no, I feel it like they fell apart like because that.
1: their coach's offensive system is dog something.
3: <laughs> so thinking,
1: got
0: him.
2: He already, uh, he already, he already his right. his a, here's, another,
1: here's another guy
0: towing the A and B tier line. Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson is better Kyler Murray probably, so I'm gonna say A. But you guys could definitely override me here.
1: A category's definition is easy trip to the playoffs. I think he takes you to the playoffs basically every year. Yeah, he's so far right. Yeah, <laughs> so far like he's an amazing regular season quarterback. He, he put
0: up numbers at the end of last year too. Like. Mm-hmm basically carried my fantasy team down the stretch and i i can't uh can't really go against that but eric do you, do you want to make an argument for b tier before we uh, just No no a?
2: kevin kevin had the ultimate backhanded compliment that is very telling of his career what a wonderful regular season quarterback and
1: here's why you're right it's Tom. almost like preparing for the triple option in college like lamar jackson is a pain in the butt to prepare for and enough of a pain in the butt where unless your team is on it he can just smash you, but then, like, if you have some extra prep time, or if you can be like that focused in on them, then you can do something to like bring him down to earth. So that's why that's why I don't foresee him being able to really get to S tier. Um, unless his throwing him like dramatically gets better. Matty Ice B tier. He's think
2: Kirk he's, Cousins.
0: I think he's I think he's worse than Kirk Cousins now.
2: That's that's like. I I feel like cousins in the C I just don't, I can't put cousins in B. I can't do it. I I feel like Matt Ryan's really falling off last,
0: last three seasons, you know that three years ago he had 35 touchdowns versus seven interceptions. Then last year we dropped down 26 versus 14. This last, then that's two years ago, last year, 26 versus 11. He's still attempting more passes than ever, but the quality of those passes is just taking a nosedive. And the guys he's throwing to are still really good. That's the, yeah. problem, that's the problem I have. Is like It's it's like not like Julio left or Calvin Ridley is bad. Calvin Ridley is really good. And so he has these great offensive weapons. Julio, just,
2: Julio was dead for half the year last year, if not more. Yeah, but Calvin Ridley took the
0: leap, and then they still yep. had a really good tight end. I
2: But I, I feel
1: like the offensive system has not been good, and I feel like the run game fell apart. And those two things, when you're just kind of a C-plus quarterback – is you enough to drag it, you down. You said it right like there. Kirk Cousins.
0: C, C plus. I do think he's the best. Like the, on the best C quarterback. Okay, okay
1: I'm not going to argue that hard on this. Yeah. Go <laughs> no, okay, wait. So and if Derek yeah, Carr is a C tier, I would put Matt Ryan C tier. I have Derek Carr as a B tier. I put Matt Ryan a B tier.
0: Yeah. So then Derek Carr and Matt Ryan. are so Matt Ryan is riding that B C line. So Eric, take him off the line. Where are you going to put him? Oh, this sucks because I don't.
2: I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I really don't care. I don't.
0: Oh man.
2: I think we have too many tiers. But then, I, even I'm doing this thing where I'm like, at the top of this tier, <sighs> C tier. Okay, Matty right. Ice. I just. I feel about Matt Matt Ryan the same way. He's like he's like on the
0: Ben Roethlisberger career arc. They're they're heading the same direction, which is like the arrow is pointing way down,
2: right? Uh, Stafford. I thought this was the easiest to be. The yeah whole thing. I have him at B, only because I like him and he. <laughs> sounds really bad. He has a a big reason to stay healthy this year. Be not being with Matt Patricia, quite the incentive. <laughs> oh, what do you got, Kevin? Did you did you have him in a wildly different tier here?
1: I feel like he's the same quarterback as Derek Carr, Matt Ryan, and Kirk Cousins, just oh. right across B and C. So yeah, whatever, be a- fine.
0: The, the, those are, those guys are all yeah I would say like the t- kind of the top or bottom of their respective tiers. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky F. I don't yep. know why he's even on here, Eric. <laughs> Eric thinks Mitch Trubisky will I don't be the know starter. If you guys be the, are, I don't know guys the starter for the Broncos last year. I don't remember year. saying that. Uh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> Patrick There's Mahomes. No proof. Another he's easy one the year. Tw- yep. He's the reason that there even is an S tier. The S tier would be defined differently if it wasn't for Patrick Mahomes. But he has separated himself from the pack. I think at this point, and uh, just deserves kind of his own spot above everyone else, where he's just the best. He it is what it is. You can't. And I hate when they say Kevin. I think is it's his favorite meme to say like only Patrick Mahomes can make that throw. Yep. But he, he is a really good on field decision maker, and he makes a lot of really difficult throws uh other guys do it all the time too even guys we have in like the D tier Carson Wentz makes some really difficult throws every year too uh he but, just also
1: airmails like uh swing passes to running backs right which, the, which mahomes doesn't real
0: difference between mahomes and wentz is that mahomes never he don't miss very often right that that super bowl was like the rare mahomes dud <laughs> total yep. total dud game but he doesn't have very many of those he, and he is his team will be competitive competing for a super bowl year after year mostly because of his just high, high-level play. So, yeah, I, th- I don't think we need to talk too much about him. No. Uh, Russell Carrington Wilson. A. Yeah. I have mid-A. He played his way right out of the S tier. Last year, he was on the path. He was on the track, but uh, just the the train derailed. And now he's old enough, it's going to be hard to get to it. Oh, here's here's going to be a fun one to, to determine if they're D or F tier. Ryan Fitzpatrick. D. All
1: right, I think I want. I think I want to put him in the D
0: tier too. He's fun.
1: If Carson went, he's like old Carson Wentz, except more fun. <laughs> he's also thirty nine. It's
0: something that like I feel like needs to be taken into account is that
1: no, he is doesn't. Old.
0: He's immortal. He's old. Like he has to. He has to lose the ability to drive the ball at some point. He's nope. This... He yeah, went man. to Harvard. <laughs> <laughs>
3: he,
1: under, yeah,
2: he he keenly understands. Under, Harvard under, <laughs> end of story.
1: He's like he's like when Arnold Schwarzenegger pops up in an action movie, and you know he's eighty, and you're like, "Ah, I bet he could probably still do that. Whatever.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and then and then you see it happen, you're like, "Ah, sure.
0: I mean, he is extra bad. Like if your 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 team's in a bad situation, if you're starting him for a bunch of games, uh, but yep, Chicago, it'll be fun. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Whoever ends up with Fitzpatrick, Uh, you you had the Bears, Kevin. Uh, I had him starting for the football team. Oh man, that would be awesome. (laughs) That would
2: just be You awesome. love him. That, it's really good radio if we have some disagreement on this podcast, but I don't want my friends to be angry at me, especially Nathan, who loves Ryan Fitzpatrick. So we're sticking him in D tier. You can say F. I don't
0: care. Everyone's allowed their opinion. Yeah, I mean, opinion. Fitzpatrick does start with an F. I just He's, wanted Kevin to not change all his rankings. For logic. Just because of one guy. like <laughs> We can always move Ben later. Ryan Tannehill. Is he A or B? This is a hard one. He's Kevin, I, I want to be convinced, so I'm gonna let Kevin go first because he has yeah. some strong opinions usually.
3: Okay, so.
1: I have him as the B tier, and the reason why is that um if he was A tier, Miami would have made the playoffs. Mm, and they never
0: did they ever make the playoffs? They just
1: went eight and eight a bunch they of. They made times, the right? playoffs once, I believe, but it was like I feel like he's the kind of guy where uh, If you put him in on a team that is like an eight and eight team, he'll take you to nine and seven, 10 and six, get you into the playoffs and maybe win one. He's good. Him and Matt Stafford are very similar with different skill sets. He's good. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't like hate having him as my quarterback, but yeah.
2: All right. Eric, do you do you want to argue for Ryan Tannehill in A tier or are you B tier? Not well? at all, not at all. He's definitely a B tier guy. If you give him a bad offensive line, and this could go for really any quarterback, a really bad offensive line brings them down. Uh, where you shine is having a bad offensive offensive line and still being good, Russell Wilson. But uh, Tannehill benefits from not having to scramble and having some really nice targets. B. Uh, Sam Darnold F. <laughs> This is the Who Cares category.
1: F. Wait, okay. can we can we make one more tier below that? Because, I mean, he's used That's to only low doing low things low. in mono. Yeah, uh.
0: he, he could
1: play his way up a few
0: tiers, but he's definitely not shown me anything that makes me think he's anything but an F. Taysom
1: Hill? I didn't know we were doing tight end rankings. Ch-
0: uh, Taysom if this Hill is quarterback
1: the- rankings, it's an F. If it's tight end rankings, I might go up a little. I actually
0: thought he wasn't that bad last year. Oh, uh, come on. Well,
2: when you're running the ball from the quarterback position, I guess what? it counts okay, as being a quarterback.
0: Threw, he threw 121 passes. What do you think his completion percentage was? Don't care. Just this guess. Just bad. guess. I This will, this will blow your mind. <laughs> this will blow your mind. 59. Se-
2: 72.7. Okay. How many so, were beyond 15 yards? Uh, was, his, beyond yards his yards per
0: attempt was almost eight. So it wasn't go. like... That's a good yards per attempt. Air yards per
1: attempt? (laughs) 7.6. All I can think of is when he went to throw it deep against Denver, and it was like there was a video game invisible wall that it hit, and he could not throw further than. I'm not going to argue Taysom
0: Hill is good, but I think I'd rather have him than every single quarterback in the F tier by a significant enough
2: margin that I'd be willing to put him in D tier. I'd put him at the top. Wow. That That is – you know what? You just swayed me. I'm moving Hill into my D tier. Yeah, stay some Hill. I I don't. I think he sucks. Don't get me wrong. D tier quarterbacks are like you don't you really want to start D tier quarterbacks. But can he run with him. his arms? <laughs> uh, so just, that's a Justin sucker <laughs> pull for Kevin. Uh, Teddy Teddy Bridgewater. I don't
0: know.
1: It's, it's a C minus or a D plus. Uh. I would say D he was not good for Carolina last year uh, they had yeah. to scheme him a lot last year
0: he just didn't he didn't do really any he's very he's like taysom Hill with better throwing and worse running so <laughs> I every year I want are everyone to taysom Hill now uh, Tom uh. To, uh, are you good for, are you good with Teddy Bridgewater in the d tier that's yeah, where he belongs uh Tom Brady I think even got to put him in the A tier till he does something that makes me think he's not in the A tier.
1: Yeah, when the guy makes the playoffs every year and easy trip to the playoffs <laughs> defines A tier, I guess he's A tier. Yeah, it's, I mean, he's super
0: solid and he had a great Super Bowl and playoff run. Uh, I'm really salty because I was really in on Tampa Bay to the tune of like a maximum bet on Tampa Bay to win the division. And, uh, well, it really came for, together for them, you know, five weeks after I needed it to. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Trevor Lawrence, B. I, I think I was thinking C, but just because I don't know. And B is fair. I'm I'm totally into that. I'm other to B. Yeah, Trey Lance. F, Trey Lance F. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a huge Trey Lance fan. Don't get me wrong. I think he could be very good. But if he starts in the NFL quarterback next year, that's going to be Josh Allen rookie year, two and fourteen experience. Like not fun. Not fun. Tua. D. B. Okay. And then uh, Zach Wilson, F. D.
2: Mm. Flip a coin. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel like putting Justin Fields and Zach Wilson any distance apart from each other doesn't make sense. And I, I feel just, like I would want yeah. each of them to start about so, as much as I would want like Jared Goff to start. I didn't, at change, least building towards I didn't change
0: my ranks because of this yet. And I had Justin Fields F tier also. I didn't feel like it would go super good rookie year for them. It really depends on landing spot, and I feel like he's going to land on the Jets, which is why, which is why, I think we all put him on the Jets, which is why I'm like F because the Jets are cursed. Like there's no way, he, but sure. We'll put, yeah,
1: we'll but like put Joe Burrow was able to to have a B tier ranking for this coming year, and he was on a terrible Cincinnati team.
0: Okay, so we've got a
1: thing here where the C
0: tier is really small, and the D and B tiers are really big. So what we're going to do is we're going to move one guy up from the D tier. They're going to get to join the C tier, okay? We're going to make a decision on that, and one guy from the B tier is going down. It's going down to the C tier. We gotta, we gotta make tough choices, and I just feel like that our C tier is a little too small. Uh, so who's going to join? <laughs> this is a great group of quarterbacks, by the way: Hello? Ben Roethlisberger, Derek Carr, Jameis Winston, and Matt <laughs> Ryan. I think that's a great C tier. Those guys are not great, and it's like very, you're very meh if you have. Can I narrow out. it? Okay, yeah, I was going to read the names first, and then yes, you can okay. you can be the one to narrow it. So the B tier includes Baker Mayfield, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Kirk Cousins, Kyler Murray, Matt Stafford, Ryan Tannehill, and Trevor Lawrence.
1: Oh, somebody and, else can narrow the B. I want to narrow the
0: D. And the D tier includes Cam Newton. We could, we could kick two up from the D tier, too. I'd be fine with that. Cam Newton, Carson Wentz, Daniel Jones, Jared Goff, Justin Fields, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Taysom Hill, Teddy Bridgewater, Tua Tagovailoa, and Zach Wilson. So, Kevin, do, if you have two that you think from the D tier are worthy of moving up, that could we could end this problem really quick. Okay,
1: I feel like the only ones to consider moving up would be Cam Newton, Carson Wentz, Daniel Jones, or Jared Goff. And okay. of those, I would make the strongest argument for Cam Newton. Because Cam Newton has really been a good quarterback outside of being saddled with a dirt roster in New England last year, where everyone either opted out or just suck.
0: I think Cam is my number one choice to move up as well, so I'm okay with that. Uh, Eric, we know Eric's pass. Not, but yeah, you know. Pass.
2: <laughs> Eric, who would you move? Who would you move up from the D tier? You know, I'd, I'd move up Goff. I don't think he's D tier. I think he's right. C tier. Right, right, there we go. We're done.
0: <laughs> all right, our C tier is Ben Roethlisberger, Derek Carr, Jameis Winston, Matt Ryan, Cam Newton, and Jared Goff. I'm fine with that. Uh, all right, so. I like these tiers. I think they look pretty good. I think that they're really fair. Um, I think Patrick Mahomes kind of cheese stands alone at the top. The A tier is pretty fat, but these guys all these guys are going to get you to the playoffs, probably. Rodgers, Prescott, Watson, Allen, Jackson, Wilson, Brady. Um, the, I think all those guys have the talent level to drag a a roster that you know maybe doesn't deserve it to a nine and seven record. Uh, doesn't hurt you. the help the helps you a little bit. Quarterbacks, the pretty good ones: Baker Mayfield, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Herbey. <laughs> Albl, Kirk Cousins, Kyler Murray, Matt Stafford, Tannehill, and then Trevor Lawrence, the rookie, uh, coming in coming in hot. I think I'm. I think I would go see. That'd be my, my my that'd be my guy to move down. But the guys who might hurt you a little bit next year, they're not they're not great. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, Derek Carr, Jameis Winston, Matt Ryan, Cam Newton, Jared Goff. There's no ordering in this, by the way, within the tier. D extra bad. Wentz, Jones, Fields, Fitzpatrick, Hill, Bridgewater, Tua, Wilson. And the, the worst of the worst. These are the guys that probably shouldn't win starting jobs next year: Smith, Hurts, Garoppolo, Trubisky, Darnold, Lance. <laughs> I feel great about that F tier. That F tier is bad. It's that's dark times. All right. So, um, any any uh, anything else we got here?
1: There we are. Yeah, I will say I feel like this was shaped by the fact that you put C tier as bad and not just like bang average i, I could i thought about writing like the word. I, that was a bold choice of doing instead of like Met. net zero you said bad so like there's no zero you're either plus one or minus one and that i think kind of drove the conversation which made it interesting i
0: yeah. don't like a zero tier like that like a bang average tier because it fills up really fast like, I think that if I made a zero tier, it would have had, like, nine quarterbacks in it. And then I want us to make a decision, you know, on all these guys. Like, do you want them or not? And I think the C-tier quarterbacks, you don't want these guys. Teams – like, if, if Pittsburgh could move on from Roethlisberger, they would. If the Raiders could move on from Carr, they would. Any team would probably – well, i rather have someone else than Jameis Winston. Atlanta definitely wants to find their succession plan for Matt Ryan. I don't think anyone's dying to go out and sign Cam Newton. And the Lions are using Jared Goff as a gap quarterback. They're, they don't – they don't believe in him as their long term answer. That is a very these guys are not good. They're bad. They, Just under I, middle. That's that's exactly how they spell. N- it's not. It's not like a. It's not like a diss. Like, I, and I think any one of those guys could, you know, win a Super Bowl next year. Maybe if the roster was excellent around them, the way Pittsburgh's is, right? And won
3: a
1: Super Bowl
0: around Roethlisberger, yeah. but it's it's not. It's not great. It's not great. <laughs> those guys, Those guys are bad. <laughs> it is what it is. All right, uh, there are many ways to support the Seahawks podcast. The best way to do so, head over to only12s.com. Click anywhere on your screen. And for as little as $1.24 a month, join the Patreon, get our special holiday episodes, uh, see all the fun stuff we're doing uh, on Discord, just chatting and uh, hanging out. And uh, come uh, come talk some smack. To tell us who what quarterbacks we were really wrong about. I'm sure that that um, this week, Dustin is going to be all over us for not putting Herbert in the S-tier.
1: He's gonna be like
0: Justin Herbert, B tier, really, because he's Oregon super. Famous. Here's the thing, though:
1: if he was making a tier list, there would only be S tier and F tier. So that's true. He does. He is very. <laughs> he's very
0: extreme on his opinions, but he's a longtime supporter of the show, and we really appreciate him uh, being part of the Patreon and uh, being part of the. Uh, the the Discord he brings a, a nice you know to be honest with you I need someone like that in my life who just who just <laughs> cracks those good jokes and uh, and is funny all the time all right thanks to Lucas Greta Ryan Cooper James Brett Carrie Tom Sam Brandon Nick Thomas Charles Foles, E B Emmanuel Jay Warwolf Bob Richard Karen Flockmuth Keith and Michelle everyone else who supports the Xmas podcast you guys are crushing it um, and uh, that's it yeah to our all time greatest supporter Carrie thank you for <laughs> That's my, <laughs> my as my mom, because she was the first person to sign up, she tested it and then she never turned it off. So she's just been supporting the longest. Uh, Wait, she'll
1: never hear this because she doesn't listen. <laughs> uh, actually, she
0: d- she does sometimes. Uh, oh she'll yeah, tell me something, yeah. So she every once in a while, maybe it's my dad listening to it in the car and stuff
1: like that. She's like anyway. body's mom, she's like, you were great today. Great, anyway, great, great, great podcast this week. Great, Thank great job today on
0: those night. tears, boys. I really, uh, I really think those tears are looking good. I think they're looking fresh. Uh, I'm I'm actually like really happy about it because to be honest, like what I wrote on my paper is worse than what we came up with together, which is all, which is the sign of a good group project. Right. Like, I feel like I look at my tears on my paper and I'm like, these are not as good as these tears. These tears are the good tears.
2: <laughs> so There's none of the
0: choices I'm mad about. I think we did a great job. All right. So we're going to do the same movie club we did earlier this week, which is, is a pro and a con because one, I feel like when you do something that you've already done, it never turns out as good as the first time. So I'm, not, it's the challenge is to prove myself wrong right here, right? But
1: well, on the a other challenge- hand, we also want to do one that's a little bit shorter because man, there's been a long podcast. Is it really? I've been, I've been <laughs> looked at the clock. Well, we're over an hour. Oh,
0: heck uh, yes. Uh, it's the stupid jokes that we were making. We made a lot of jokes fast. on this podcast, to be honest with you. Gotta uh, go fast. Right. Huh? Huh? Son- Got Sonic there. the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog is our, um, if I had to describe this movie in two words, they would be Olive Garden.
1: Yo, fifteen years ago, when I saw this in theaters in 2020, um, I didn't think that it was going to be one of the highest-grossing movies of the year. But here we are with uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, the number... possibly getting a VFX nomination for the uh, Academy Awards.
0: The number two, the number two movie of 2020 in theaters, Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, uh,
1: this was a trope
0: fest. It was dumb and it was fun. Yeah, I, I feel like the more you see it, the more you think about it, the the worse it gets. So don't. So like, as this week has gone on, I've thought about it more times, and also my son watched it again, and I just because like I let basically once his once his nap ends, I let him pick like one show or movie that he gets to watch. Right. So so we come in here and he, while he's waking back up, and we watch a show or a movie, and he picked Sonic, and he literally said he's three. He said gotta go fast, and I said okay. So yeah. Watched. So we watched it, and then I did not like it. I don't. It's funny. It's got funny parts. The product placement is out of control. There's a 30 minute section in the middle of the movie that is a Toyota Tundra commercial, and it is inexplicable why that why that worst part of the
2: whole movie.
1: My favorite part about this whole thing is I could not tell you what product was being placed at any point. I just like yeah they they did a bunch of stuff with cars. And I I couldn't remember the brand until Nathan said it. I remember they kept talking about the little girl's shoes, but like uh-huh. all I remember was shoes. I could not tell you what brand shoes. Olive, Olive Garden. Oh yeah, that's I remember there were some Olive Garden there's some, jokes. There's a
0: part at the beginning of the movie where someone's where multiple people are searching at, uh, for apartments on on a website and that is of course prominently <laughs> Zillow. Like I'm not joking. Like anytime they could have shoehorned an advertisement in here, they did it.
2: Well, they didn't they, think they were going to be second at the box office. They were like, "Well, we got to pay for that redesign of Sonic somehow." I don't know. This this the, movie that is money was well spent though. This movie's fun. Like if you want to shut your brain off and
0: watch a, something that's fun, it's it's good for kids, good for families. It's it's Sonic. It's it's Sonic. But it, But Chris is, Pratt was good. It's, Chris Pratt is that what you're We're calling James Marsden? I would say that at this point, I would rather let's, have him let's in my Let's be honest. In. Nobody
2: likes saying James Marsden's name. It's an odd name to say. Uh, if you're not watching this movie 700 times with your little kid, it's just fine. It was way, way more enjoyable than I thought it would be. And thus, I would recommend this movie. Hey, man, PG-rated Deadpool is fine. Yeah, that is, that is a good yeah. comparison. Uh, yeah, Ben Schwartz
0: and James Marsden had really good, uh, like, rapport in this movie like their interplay works i don't know if it was like ben schwartz in a green suit or what but the jim way carrey going full to jim carrey worked yeah oh,
2: adam powley as the stupid cop was mm-hmm.
0: very, it was very uh very satisfying
2: going back to jim carrey we haven't seen him be jim carrey in a while and it'd be super enjoyable and uh yeah it was it was a nice return to form that i don't want to see all the time
1: yeah this was no the cable guy but it was, it was pretty good yeah, he, he they definitely.
0: This I think I said this last time. They, they they definitely did a thing where they were like, "Here's the script," and then they were like, "Jim, if anything you want to change, just go for it." You know, and it and like because Jim, Jim Carrey definitely hamming it up and doing some weird stuff in this movie. Throwaway reference to being in Afghanistan, uh, a weird <laughs> a weird monologue about getting bullied in in middle school. You know, it's just strange stuff is going on here, but it's it's fine. You it
1: so, reminded me of a lot. He was basically doing his character from The Grinch.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can, yeah, I can do that. It was very uh, like
1: fourth wally
0: and weird. There were two things in this movie that were just like maximum tropes, Kevin. When you said this movie's a kind of a trope fest, one they open up with a "Yep, this is me." You're probably wondering how I got
1: here, <laughs> which <laughs> is a bad open.
0: It's a bad open and a bad trope. The second <laughs> thing is they did a "We don't like your kind here" thing, where they got in a where Sonic and and uh, James Marsden. I don't remember the character's name still Donut Lord (laughs) Donut Lord slash Tom uh, Wachowski. They they did a thing where like he was like, we don't like your kind here. And then they like have a bar fight, which is also a huge trope. And they're both terrible.
1: Don't forget the trope where uh, he's a small town cop who wants to see if he can make it in the big city.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You got got
1: another you got a Western trope there.
2: That's the
0: all time trope. The look of Sonic is good, too. The redesign worked. Oh, yeah. Because if 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 they didn't do that redesign, this is like a one star movie. Because Sonic would have been
2: distractingly so bad. bad It would be good maybe, but
1: (laughs) no, no. Like the legs and everything, it It was was disturbing,
0: man. It looked like when you know, like you see that little kid drawing of Sonic and come to life. It was not good. Like their reference photo was like a picture a little kid drew of Sonic, and they're like, okay, let's make this 3D. It's like, oh no. Um, it, it's, it's just a, it, it's a true neutral. It should, it should sit somewhere in the middle of your, of your rating scale, whether that's two, two and a half or three, uh, kind of maybe depends on how much you like Sonic, I guess. Although I would say that the more you like Sonic, the more you're going to like this because it is a, a completely fair representation of Sonic and the the brand.
1: Yeah. They work the rings way. in there in an interesting way. That part's kind of cool. Uh, they rip on Mario. That's very Son- on brand. Sonic does multiple Fortnite dances. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he, fl- he flosses once and then does another another Fortnite dance. Um, so
1: they mentioned Nathan's favorite pun at the end.
0: Oh no!
2: Hey, as yeah. a person who learned to floss in 2020, yeah, I get it, Sonic. I get it.
1: Come on, come on! You can't say miles Prower. Miles per hour is going to be in the
0: Sonic Two coming out, and a a new and it, the more Sonic characters they put in in the movie, the more we inspire a new generation of furries. So get, yep, as, many of them, get as many of them in there as you can. No, I, I'm, I'm fine with it. Uh, <laughs> s- s- didn't Sonic ask for please five stars in the movie too? So he, um, he might've, or maybe that
1: yeah. was just him pitching um, Yelp. I don't know.
0: There was a fourth, there was a fourth, <laughs> was a fourth, uh, fourth wall breaking moment uh, where he does. Um, so uh, someone on Twitter on Letterboxd does these funny, like vegan alerts reviews have you ever seen these kevin uh yeah that person blocked oh you have a person blocked sometimes yes. they make me laugh though in this one he said vegan pro, pro points sonic stays a tortoise from being run over <laughs> <laughs> which i don't know it just makes me makes me <laughs> laugh uh but yes that person their reviews are always like not that good it's it's never like a great review but they do vegan pros and cons at the end then sometimes they make me laugh so all right anything else eric from you about sonic
2: no, uh, like I said, it's just it's just fine. It's just a fine movie to have on in the background. <laughs> Unplugged joy. It's it not going to any awards. It's an enjoyable existence, but don't watch it too much. Uh, all right.
0: Kevin, how about you? Any final Sonic thoughts? Nope. I'll leave you with this. This isn't a Sonic movie. It's a Smurf movie about only speedy Smurf. The plot is exactly the same. A little blue creature from a tranquil secret paradise is forced out of his peaceful environment and travels via a magic portal into the human world, where he meets a bland 40-something bureaucrat who blindly helps him, becoming best friends along the way against a cartoonishly psychotic villain who employs impossible technology in his global pursuit of our blue protagonist, and eventually, the generic white guy and his girlfriend invite the excitable little dude to live with them. It's the same movie. For Eric, for Kevin, we will see you next week. Go Hawks.